Tandem Nomads, episode 165. You do not have to necessarily name this crisis in your marketing and, and point at it, but you definitely need to address it in a way or another and make the necessary pivot to build a recession-proof business. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful, portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Teregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. So this episode is the part two of a three-part series where I share with you the steps to be able to grow a successful portable business even in uncertain times and build a recession-proof business. So in the previous episode, number 163, I shared with you the first step, which was assessing the situation. And I shared with you many tips on how you can do that. So in the show notes of this episode, you will find the link of this episode in case you have not heard it. So go to tandemnomads.com slash 165 and you will be able to find all the information that will mention to you in this episode. tandemnomads.com slash 165. There's a lot of information I have for you for sure. And just as a reminder, every solo episode I do, which is every other week, I also have it available for you in a blog format. So don't hesitate to check the link to the blog where I summarize the key points, especially when we have a lot to cover like today. So we do have a lot to cover, but I will still try to be very succinct and effective in what I share with you. So there will be here six pivots that I want you to consider to be able to adapt your marketing and communication in times of uncertainty and recession in order to build a recession-proof business. And if you are the type that likes to take notes, then go for it. I highly recommend you to take some notes here because I will share with you some great tips as well as examples to show you what other businesses are doing in order to pivot their business in times like these. This episode will help you no matter if you're looking for a business idea, if you have a business idea but haven't started yet and looking to launch, or if you already have a business and need to really think about it. I want to really focus here on giving you some inspiration for you to think about it and how it applies to you. So, however, I can imagine that if you don't already have a business, it might get a little complicated for you to picture and envision what you could do. I still encourage you to listen carefully and try to see how you can apply these things to your business idea so that you can be more equipped once you're ready to launch. And by the way, I just want to remind you, if you have a business idea, but you don't know where to start, or if you already have a business, but it's not really working well, you're not managing to make consistent revenue in your business, then I highly recommend you to join me in my better course. 
If you're listening to this episode in the month of April or May 2020, then this is the perfect time for you to sign up to the waiting list and become a founding member of this course. This course is called the Portable Business Accelerator, and it is designed to help you build the foundations of a successful portable business step by step with my own methodology that I've developed while working with over 60 clients one to one. So I can't wait to share that with you. And if you're interested to know more, make sure go to tandemnomads.com slash 165 and you will be able to sign up to the waiting list and you will be the first ones to get the information to become a founding member before I officially open this course. In fact, the beta course will be available at the cheapest rate ever. So if you want to be the first one to grab it, you need to make sure to sign up so that I can reach out to you. And if you listen to this episode afterwards, no worries. I will make sure that you can as well access this course. I will let you know as soon as you sign up, you will go to tandemnomads.com 65 and you will find all the information right there. All right. So now let's jump in to the program today, which is about how to pivot in your business or with your business idea, especially if you already have a business, this is going to be super helpful, as I said. And if you don't have yet a business, try to be imaginative around it. Imagine if you had to launch it, how would you take this? So there are six things you want to consider to pivot in your business in times like these. One thing for sure is that you cannot just ignore the crisis as it is right now. Hey, listen, maybe your business is actually booming right now thanks to the crisis. There are some businesses that are doing really, really well. For example, um, tutors, language teachers, uh, all these businesses that are essential for the lockdown are doing really, really great. So this is fantastic for you. I still think that there are some things you could do, and I'll mention it inside of this episode, where even if you're not struggling, which is great, you can still make sure to take advantage of the situation to really turn these challenges into opportunities for you, but also for your clients. So as I said, one thing for sure, you cannot move forward as nothing happened. You need to address this crisis in the way you do business, in the way you communicate with your clients and in your marketing efforts. Now, when I see you say you need to address it, it doesn't mean that you have to always talk about the crisis or that you even have to mention the crisis. Sometimes you can actually be intentional about responding and pivoting to the current situation, but it doesn't mean that you have to talk about the crisis. So I'll show with you as well some examples. So let's now go into these six pivots that you want to consider. You might want to... Um, pivot only one of these six elements or more. So it really depends of your situation. And by the way, if you if you went through the episode number 163, where I shared with you how to assess your situation, those questions are actually your answers to those questions are what are going to help you decide which pivot you need to make. So try to be attentive in what are the challenges that you found in your business, but also the opportunities. And based on those challenges and opportunities, then you want to ask yourself, okay, what can I pivot? 
So the first thing that I think that all of us need to pivot is language. And by that, I mean, is the vocabulary, the tone, the content that we are putting out there to promote or to serve our clients. And I'm going to give you the example of myself here. When the crisis and the lockdown started and I could see that more and more of my clients and even podcast listeners were becoming very uncomfortable about selling, about marketing, or even worried about their future and starting to think that, okay, now it's not the time to do business. So when I realized those challenges that I have assessed first place, I realized that I needed to do something to help my clients and my audience deal with those self-limiting beliefs and psychological barriers to be able to move forward and still focus on their businesses. So if you look at my, all my previous episodes, they're all about addressing those uh, limiting beliefs, objections and challenges that my clients and my audience was facing. The first step was, first of all, about making sure that they're taking care of themselves and that they are building their necessarily resilience, even on a personal side, to be able to deal with such a situation. And the following episode was about how this is not the time to stop or to even think that we can't sell. And now I'm actually, once I've convinced my audience and hopefully you, listener, Tandem Nomads and Nomad Nation, then comes the time where I can show you how to do it. If you're not convinced that this is the time to take action, I cannot teach you on how to do it. So I hope that you're convinced. I guess this is why you're listening now. So think about in your case, what are those challenges that we talked about in the previous episode in terms of psychological barriers, for example, of your audience, your clients, and how can you address them in your marketing and the language you use to be able to address your offer or your services? or your product that you sell. So make sure to think about that. And I do think that no matter what you do, this pivot, the language pivot, everybody has to go through. I'm going to give you another example of one of my clients I've been working with during this time of recession and lockdown. So she's a consultant who helps people find jobs by helping them rewrite their resumes, prepare for their interviews. Her name is Marcel Yeager. Her company is called Career Valley, and she really helps people find jobs. And you can imagine that during this time, it is really, really a need. However, she had a particular product she wanted to sell before this crisis has hit, which was specifically designed for those who already have a job, but they're not happy in their job and want to shift jobs. So she designed this program for them. And at the moment she was ready to launch it, the crisis had hit. And that's when I had immediately reached out to say, hey, we need to change your marketing plan and most importantly, your language. Because a lot of people might not want to leave their secure job now that everybody is leaving their jobs. So we need to work on the mindset shifts that people had to know and to deal with in order to be able to accept an offer that helps them think about what other options and other jobs they could reach. So we had worked, for example, on, the f on a simple question that I invite you to ask yourself as well as your audience. And this is a question that I loved from uh, Michael Hyatt who said, what does that this make possible? So ask yourself, what does this make possible for yourself? But then also show to your audience through the language, through your co 
content, what does this crisis make possible? So with my client Marcel, we had worked on that, on showing how, for example, during a lockdown, that is the perfect time to start working on the resume and preparing it so that when they're ready, they can start looking for a job. This is just a simplification. It was a bit more complex than that, but I'm just summing it up because of time purposes. But by just asking what does this make possible, we, fa- we found a way to actually explain to people that it's not because we're in a lockdown that we have to stop everything in the opposite. People might not have the time afterwards to start working on their future plans and start researching for jobs and searching for companies. We also, for example, found out that there are a lot of companies that are still hiring and Marcel had to make sure to con- to show it and prove it to her audience that companies were still hiring even during these times. By addressing these objections, she could then attract her audience and she got some great results um, through all the marketing efforts she's been doing. I'm going to show you another example of a app that's called monday.com monday.com is an app that helps teams work together and communicate and it's a project management tool and it's all it's been an amazingly successful startup and their big pitch was all about team communication productivity effectiveness etc but during these times i'm going to make you listen to what they're saying in their ad ready listen carefully Working remotely used to be like this. Then my team and I found Monday.com. Do you see what I mean? They did not mention anything about the crisis or the coronavirus or anything. All they did was say working remotely. So this is what I mean by saying that you do not have to talk about the crisis. You can just simply focus on the words that really help you address the issue, but also show how you can help solve a problem that is related to the current situation. Now that there's so many companies that have their teams that work remotely, they simply focus on that keyword working remotely. So think about it in your case, how that looks like and what does it make possible for your clients? What is what you have to offer, make possible for them and how can you show it to them through your marketing, your content and the way you promote or explain your product or service. So that's what I mean by the first pivot that you need to make is the language. Think about what are the things you need to change in the way you explain or show or um, all the content that you create, how can you make sure that you have made the pivots that are necessary? In certain cases, by not addressing it, you're actually making a point. I just want to to say that because there are some people who just don't want to hear anymore about this whole crisis. And in my case, I, for instance, have to talk about it because I'm here to help you grow your business in these circumstances. But in certain cases, by not like purposefully not addressing it, but having that, uh, how would I say, untold agreement with your audience. If you know your audience well, and you think that all what they want, for example, is entertainment, then give them that entertainment that they need because of the lockdown, for example. If you're a musician, for example, you've seen a lot of singers who would go live online to simply entertain you and support you and bring you joy. They don't need necessarily to talk about the crisis, but they are doing something. They have been pivoting by simply showing up during the times. 
which we will talk much more about in the next episode. Don't forget, this is a three-part series and eventually even a fourth-part series. So wait for it to see. But that's what I meant. So even if you decide to not address it, it has to be purposefully done in order to support your audience and your clients in times like these, even if it's with entertainment and fun things and talking about something else as a intentional direction. All right, so I really spend a lot of time on language because I do think that all of us have to ask ourselves, how can we pivot the way we talk, we present, and we showcase our product, our services, as well as prevent, present our content to our audience. Don't forget that your content, whatever you put on social media and whatever you put through your blog or your podcast or your vlog uh, or your videos um, needs to be really intentional, especially at these times. So the most important here is don't stay still or passive. You need to address it, adapt and then take action. Now these are the five other pivots you might want to consider, especially if you're really hit in your business. So the second pivot after language is pivoting the product or service. Maybe you have a product that you cannot sell right now because you're in lockdown and lockdown does not allow you to do so. For example, I have this great wedding planner who came up with a very creative idea. Her name is Cara Lamerato. So you can imagine how her business has been hit because of the lockdown and couldn't anymore work with the couples that were getting married. So instead, she completely pivoted her services in order to, first of all, serve her current clients and support them despite the lockdown, but also attract new potential clients. So you might ask me, how did she do that if you can't plan a wedding during a lockdown and you have to cancel all these weddings? Well, she started helping couples build their plan B. It's, she has this whole range of uh, tips and services to help all the couples not only deal with the cancellations and all the side costs that come because of the COVID-19 outbreak, but also planning a sec another plan for their wedding coming up with a plan b to be able to still get married or prepare everything that's necessary from when people can go back out and start going and start planning their weddings so you can see here how by pivoting her service she still continues to be relevant not only to her current clients but also attract new potential clients my big message to you here, if you're already in business and you already have clients and you had to lock down your business, you cannot just cut off with your clients and wait until things get better. Make sure to nurture, nurture, nurture your current clients. Give as much as you can. For example, my, my physical trainer has I've been working with him one-to-one -one in the gym and during this lockdown I couldn't obviously meet him anymore so since then he has created a challenge that has helped me be even more in touch with him than ever before so he created this 30-day challenge uh, he sends me every single day a video with some exercises to do and then I actually have to give him a report back and tell him how it went sometimes make videos and pictures to show him that I've been doing it I've never been working out ever Every single day in my whole life it never happened I'm at my 17th day right now and uh, and I'm so blown away that I could do it but I'm also so blown away by how he showed up 
for his clients, but also attracted new clients thanks to his 30-day challenge during the the lockdown. And I really found that like such a smart idea. So think about what can you do to nurture your clients, but also attract other clients like this idea. Now, what there is the first, I said, uh, you can pivot your language. The second, the product or service, I give you some examples. The third type of pivot you could make is with your business model. So last time I shared with you the example in the episode um, 163, the example of Creative Mornings that provides uh, workshops for creative crafts, etc. And the leader of and the CEO of this company was so, so hard hardcore on never putting her events online and because she thought that that kind of concept was not working if it was online now that she had to close all her facilities and was forced to build her concept online and change her business model her business actually had to boom so she had turned her whole business model into an online experience and she's been sharing on social media how she's been blown away and uh and her eyes opened up to new possibilities that she didn't even see before. So this is the opportunity for you to start looking at creative ideas and having more opportunities to do things that you might have never thought about before. Think about your business model and what can you change in your business model to bring new opportunities. The second example I have is an app that's called ZocDoc. So ZocDoc is in the US. It's like a directory to help you find a doctor in your neighborhood. So the way they were paid was simply Simply every time, for example, you um, you schedule an appointment with a doctor, the the platform ZocDoc will get a cut out of uh, from the doc from the from the doctor, or or they get a membership for being featured on their platform. But obviously, because of the COVID nineteen and the fact that a lot of patients are asked to stay at home if they're sick and to avoid going to the doctor, because that's also a place where you can get exposed. If it's not something important, make sure to avoid going to the doctor. But people still need to take care of their health, even if it's not related to COVID. So ZocDoc has completely changed their business model by creating an app to help the doctors do consultations online with their patients. It had completely transformed this business, completely. And I can imagine how successful they might be right now because they did have a lot of competition. But now by bringing this solution, this unique solution, there's even more doctors that are now on ZocDoc thanks to this app that now allows them to continue to serve their patients. So look at your business model and what can you do or what technologies can you use to be able to be innovative and make some pivots there if necessary. The fourth pivot I would like you to consider is pricing. So here I'm going to go straight away by letting you know that making discounts is not a way to go. So especially there's a difference between making a discount and creating a special offer. So making discounts means that you have a product or service, the price, let's say, is $100. And because of, of, the, of the crisis, you're going to discount it at $60. So this is something not to do. However, what you can do is create a new offer with an affordable price that has different features, different support, but that fits also better to the circumstances. So make sure that even if you try to put something affordable, don't take what you have and then cut the price. Rather, look at how can you still serve, maybe remove some unnecessary features or 
Also, the other way you can pivot your pricing is by providing a flexible payment plan. That's one of the first things you can consider doing for your clients without having to reduce your prices. Because if you reduce your price, there is a big chance that you're also going to cut on your margins. If you cut on your margins and your effectivity and productivity, you are going to hurt your business. And your job right now is to keep your business running and being profitable because the, le the least it is, the more of a liability you might become yourself to this economy. So make sure to keep your business upload and to keep it profitable. I just want to talk real quick here about what is an offer. So usually you're either selling a service or a product, but an offer is actually a combination of a product with a series, for example, of bonuses, of services that you can do. For example, I have an online course, which I mentioned to you. So make sure to go to tandemnomads.com slash 165. That is my product. I have an online course to help you start or grow your business and build the healthy foundation of a portable business. So that's my product. But once you will join my product, I will give you a series of extra services around it to help you make it even a better experience. For example, a live Q&A to answer your questions and some extra bonuses such as workbooks, things like that. So think about your service or your product and how can you create a universe? How can you create a whole package of extra value around your product? And maybe then you can even increase the price of your product to make it more valuable or just keep the price as it is but because you added more bonuses into it then it becomes a really really interesting and attractive for your clients because not only you're not reducing your prices but you are giving extra value and for that reason I know that your clients will more likely to be willing to pay for it because they can see all the extra value they're getting for their price. All right, before I end this point about how to pivot the pricing, when I'm telling you can, for example, rebuild your offer by adding more features and bonuses into your offer, the goal here is not for you to add more work for the same price. Make sure to be very smart when you upgrade your offer with, um, with extra elements around it that it doesn't require your time. Try to be smart about how can you add extra value without requiring a lot of or your time by, for example, repurposing things that you already have. For example, if you have different courses, you can pick some elements of the course and then offer it as an extra bonus inside this other offer. That's one thing you can do. Repurposing things you already have is a way to do it as well. And I also want to add something else. When we talk about adding value, it doesn't mean adding quantity. Overwhelming people with extra content to consume is not always the best way to do it. In fact, it's most of the time the wrong thing to do. So make sure to not confuse adding value with adding quantity of content or elements that people have to consume to be able to um, to really feel like they've been giving extra value think about the transformation you want to provide and look at what can you add to even enhance that experience and you also want to make sure that those additional elements um, are not 100% necessary to your offer, that your offer can exist, your product or service can exist without it, but that extra bonus that you include in your offer is something that adds extra value. 
So I'm going to share here an example with the workshop that I have provided for all those who have joined my webinar and wanted to take it to the next level with my help. So it was a workshop for a weekend, two hours on Saturday, two hours on Sundays. It was in purpose made during the weekend so that uh, the kids don't have to be homeschooled and that the partner can take care of the kids if necessary. So during two hours, the participants who joined were working on their business with some practical guidance on what to do for each steps to create a recession-proof business. And so what I've been selling here is the four hours that we spent together. However, to enhance the experience, I added a Facebook group where they could ask more questions for two weeks, where I continue to support them for two weeks at not of a high level as the workshop, but at a minimum level where not only they can ask questions, but also other members can support each other. That's an example of something that didn't require a lot of time from me, but that adds extra value, a huge extra value. But those who don't want that extra value still got as much as the others from the workshop by being in the workshop. So think about that. How can you create something additional that extra that enhances the experience, but make sure that if you remove that aspect, it still works and it still delivers results. All right, now that we looked at how you can pivot your pricing, the next fifth element you can consider to be able to adjust your business to the recession is to pivot your niche. So if you've been listening to this podcast show for a long time and following me, you know how many times I've been repeating the importance for you to target your audience with a very small and specific niche. So even during a recession, you need to be very specific about who you want to target. But maybe in these circumstances, you might have a niche that even more compelling or more effective for you to reach or who needs you even more right now. Or the other way around, maybe your current niche, you cannot serve them right now because of the current circumstances, but instead, maybe another niche needs what you have. I'm going to give you an example of airline companies and more specifically catering companies that are serving airline companies. Catering companies, for instance, have a huge crisis right now because there's no more business for them to, to provide. And imagine all those catering companies that provide the food for the airlines. What are they going to do right now when no flights are flying? So one of the strategies that some catering companies in the airline industry has figured out is who needs to be delivered food in big quantities right now? Well, some came up with the idea of hospitals. So how about all these hospitals that now need even more food and more support to be able to deliver food as the hospitals are now overwhelmed with patients and doctors who come all from all over the world to, to be able to help the patients. So think about it in your business as well. Is there maybe another type of client that you might have that can help you? If you don't have a business or yet, and you already thought of starting a business or had an idea, this is also your time to think about in these times, what niche needs you even more right now? Here I have a, a, the example of a great client of mine. Her name is Rhoda and she is a multicultural 
expert and coach and she helps multicultural families to deal with all the communication issues that go while living on the move and being from different cultural background in one family. But on top of it, she has the experience and the skills with solo parenting, knowing that she has been for many years being educating her kids while solo parenting because her partner goes um, to different countries for his jobs. So in these circumstances, there's a lot of expats who are being separated, couples who are being separated because of the COVID, where the partner who works stays in the country and uh, the accompanying spouse and the kids go back home until we figure out what to do with this crisis. So suddenly, a lot of parents ended up solo parenting for what they thought to be just a couple of days, a few weeks, and is ending up to be now much longer. So there's a huge need now for support for parents who are ending up to have to work and try to juggle everything while homeschooling and solo parenting. So you can see how this crisis is a great opportunity for my client and she has started now helping a lot of solo parents who are in these situations by the way if you know anybody in this case I know how difficult it is because I've seen it through my own friends and network around me I will put the link in the show notes of this episode of Rhoda and her Facebook group where she supports uh, parents who are in this situation feel free to reach out to her if you need that support or if you know somebody in that case. But this is a typical situation where by by pivoting the niche, you become even more relevant than before, even more relevant than the initial business idea that you might have thought about. And now number six, the sixth type of pivot you can make. And this one is a big one. The sixth pivot is pivoting your whole business. So in some cases, you might have a business right now that is truly struggling and really not relevant during these times. And if it's the case now, it's probably have been struggling even before the crisis. So if you are in this situation, maybe this is the time for you to question How can you pivot your whole business, maybe start a whole new business that's more relevant now? How do you do that? Well, you do that by asking yourself, what are the assets that you already have in the current business and also eventually combine it with other assets you have from your own experience, past experience or other things that you can transform into another type of offer and business. I want to share with you the example for this with a company that's called Tiny Spec. Tiny Spec was a gaming company in the years 2007, 2008 that was really struggling during the financial crisis. But the way they pivoted was to actually close the business Tiny Spec, but still use the great technology to create another company called Slack. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of you who are listening here know Slack. Slack is one of the most famous apps that helps teams communicate in companies together and also helps with product management and essentially team communication within a team to avoid all these emails that people keep sending to each other when they work together on projects. So you see how a gaming company has completely pivoted into communication tools for company. In order to do that, they really looked at their untapped 
IP, what is their IP and technology that they could use in a different way. So maybe you do have an IP, an intellectual property or a trademark or a technology, but maybe also simply you have a skill, a concept that you created or other assets that you could reuse in another context. So think about it. Reflect on that if you are in this situation where you need to pivot the whole business. All right, so we covered our six types of businesses. The number one, um, six types of pivots, sorry. So the number one type of pivot that you can do, and I recommend it for anyone, no matter what, is language. By that, I mean the way you communicate and what you're telling about your product, your service, and how are you addressing the context with that. Number two is pivot your product or service to make it more relevant. Number three is pivot your business model. Number four, your pricing. Number five, your niche. And number six, your business. Now, no matter what you do in terms of doing pivoting, there's one crucial question you need to answer. And it is, what problem are you solving when pivoting? That is a crucial, important question question that you need to be very clear about for you to be effective when you pivot. Ask yourself, what problem am I solving for my clients when I do this and are people going to want to pay for this? This is crucial for you to have a successful pivot. And as I mentioned before to you, I will be launching the Business Idea Accelerator course very soon. And inside this course, you will learn how to transform all these elements and to create these elements to be able to create a successful portable business. First of all, by defining the right language, by defining the right niche, by defining the right portable business, the right business in general, the right revenue streams and the right pricing. So if you want to learn how to do that in your business, I highly recommend you to join me inside the Portable Business Accelerator course and be one of my first members and become a founding member of this course before I officially launch it to the whole world at the at its full price. So I hope to see you there so that you can learn how to implement all these steps in your business and make sure that you have solid, solid foundations for you to create a successful portable business for the long term. This is really important that you start working out right now for you to be able to have a solid business that can sustain all these years that are coming that might not be that easy for a lot of businesses. Having the right foundations is going to be critical for that. So if you're interested to join the founding members, Sign up to the waiting list on tandemnomads.com slash 165. I cannot wait to meet you there. I hope that this episode was helpful for you. I cannot wait to hear from you. Please leave your comment in the show notes of this episode or in a Tandem Nomads uh, Facebook page, Facebook group, or Instagram. I'd love to hear about your feedback. It is so important for me to hear your feedback. All right, Nomad Nation, I give it all to you. Part two of this three-part series. This one was all about how to pivot in your business. Based on these six pivots, I would love to know which one you will go through. So share with me your insights. And one more thing before I forget, I have a Facebook group, Tandem Nomads 
Facebook group. And inside this group, I answer questions every single Monday. So you post your question on Sunday and I will show up on Monday to answer your question. So if you are interested, make sure to join me inside Tandem Nomads Facebook group as well, where I can address all your questions. I can't wait to hear about your feedback and how things went. And I want to know what pivots you are going to make inside your business. Let me know. I look forward to reading your comments and meeting you in the next episode. Nomad Nation, make sure to stay tuned and turn all your challenges into wonderful opportunities, especially in these times.